Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah, dear brothers and sisters, welcome again to your episode Ramadan and Islam. We're continuing today our general healthy advices. We were talking about not eating a lot and not filling our stomach since the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam have said uh, that the worst uh, container to fill is to fill your stomach or your tummy. And he said in another hadith uh, that if you are going to eat, then the best thing to do, uh, and if you really have to, uh, then eat when, uh, when you are hungry and make only one-third for the food, one-third for the whatever drink you will have, juice or water, and one-third leave it empty for your breathing. Now, from this hadith and from the hadith where the Prophet Muhammad mentions that the worst container or the worst place to fill is to fill your stomach. We can see uh, that there are a lot of benefits if we just follow these uh, hadiths because uh, first of all we can see that if one eats a lot and if one fills his stomach he will feel tired, he will feel dizzy, he will feel uh, sleepy just after eating iftar and this will make him tired probably the full night so he will not be able to do a good maqrib prayer, he will not be able to fulfill a good night prayer, taraweeh, and even night prayer. And one might uh, feel that he wants to fall asleep. Now, uh, again, uh, from the hadith where the Prophet Muhammad had said, uh, one third for the food and one third for the type of drink that you will have with the meal, and one third should be left empty. We can see uh, empty for uh, breathing, as he said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, peace be upon him. We can see from that that uh, even though the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam did not know the anatomy of the body of the human being, but it's uh, it's amazing that he knew uh, that the stomach is probably, uh, if it's full, it's uh, it will hinder breathing. And uh, we got to know that recently when we, uh, when anatomy was uh, studied in the uh, probably 18th or 19th century, uh, when they found that the actual stomach is below the diaphragm, and if you fill the stomach, you will uh, definitely hinder the movement of the diaphragm, which will cause uh, difficulty in breathing uh, after food. Now, something that is very important is is not to sleep straight away after food. This is another thing that a lot of people uh, do after iftar, and this is another thing that will cause a lot of indigestion, uh, because if you go to sleep, all the processes in the body will slow down. And one of these processes is, is the um, digestive uh, process. Well, other processes will slow down, usually the breathing slows, and uh, most of the muscles relax and some that's why some people especially if they are slightly uh, to the fat side uh, they will snore for example because the muscles of the uh, of the airway relaxes so if we uh, if we sleep the digestion uh, will will also slow down and probably it will nearly stop and what will happen to the food is it will it will ferment in the stomach and that will cause in the stomach and the intestine and that will cause a lot of um, gas formation 
which will cause people to uh, burp a lot of gas uh, upwards through the esophagus and uh, the gas will fill the tummy even more and will cause more problems with breathing will cause uh, uh, more problems with feeling lazy and sleepy uh, all that day so it is very important if you wish to sleep after a star and have a rest then it's better not to eat a lot it's better to eat a small meal uh, and go to Freemarket come take a, a very small meal and then have a rest and do tarawih and then if you want you can have a larger meal and then you will be able to stay for a few hours until the food is well digested and then you will go to sleep again if you wish now this is a, 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 a good way of doing it but if you are going to have a full meal uh, just after maghrib prayer then it's not advisable to sleep because that will cause a lot of fermentation and a lot of problems uh, in your digestive system now one important advice in Ramadan is to stop and refrain from smoking now we see a lot of brothers whom just at the time of iftar the first thing they do is to smoke a cigarette and that shows you how weak they are how they are they, uh, they cannot win with a small uh, little problem which is uh, cigarette smoking they know it's not healthy they know it's harming their health they know it causes cancer they know all the harmful effects of smoking they know it is haram the Prophet Muhammad well first of all uh, we might mention uh, uh, what Allah has said uh, and how we can deduce from that uh, that smoking is not allowed in anything that is harmful for your health or harmful for a human being is not allowed in Islam anything so uh, Allah said in the Holy Quran Kulu washrabu, eat and drink wala tusrifu and don't waste so we are not allowed in Islam to waste food we are not allowed to waste uh, uh, water we are not allowed to waste money so uh, smoking fits in that it's not food, it's not drink, it's a waste of money, it's a waste of health, it's a harmful thing. Allah said in the Holy Quran, Wala tulku ila tahluka. Don't throw yourself into something that is harmful for you, into something that causes you death. Uh, so uh, smoking again enters into that. It's a well-known cause of cancer, it's a well-known cause of heart disease, it's a well-known cause of vascular disease the most important two diseases, the, the, the two killers nowadays are vascular disease, uh, heart disease and cancer and smoking is the cause of these two main killers well the other one is, is uh, accidents now smoking is again involved in that because a lot of fire accidents are caused by a smoking a person who fell asleep while he smokes and then the whole room is let in, into fire so one has to be, uh, uh, has to uh, say that uh, definitely from the Holy Quran, as we read these two verses, smoking is prohibited in Islam, and it's haram. Uh, from the point of view of Hadith of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu he said a very simple Hadith, a very r simple rule that one should try to follow. He said, لا ضرر ولا ضرار. Don't harm yourself. Nor 
harm others and we know that smoking is harmful for ourselves and it's harmful for others and we can see nowadays smoking is not allowed in most of public uh, places and and usually smokers are kept in a place a small place where um, it's away from any uh, public uh, place where people gather like airports for example it's not allowed now anymore in airplanes so you can see uh, that even research uh, even just from scientific point of view uh, uh, there is a big war now against smoking so uh, how come from Islamic point of view we don't say that it is prohibited well it is harmful for oneself it is also harmful for others. We see that there are a lot of researches that show that a smoker father uh, will cause his children to have more respiratory tract infection, to have uh, a lot of uh, problems with their appetite, to have um, uh, cancers when they are young. We, we see people with uh, 20 years of age with a cancer and he's not a smoker, cancer of the lung, but the father is the cause, he was the smoker and the son or the daughter were only passive smokers so we, it's, it's very important to uh, use Ramadan as a way of fulfilling uh, what Allah has ordered as we said Ramadan is a month where one can teach himself how to control it how to control oneself it's a month that Allah wants us to reach piety to be a good persons to be persons that follow every order of Allah and prohibit everything that Allah has prohibited and smoking enters into that now also uh, Allah said in the Quran that he made halal for you he made allowed for you everything that is good and he made unlawful for you everything that is bad or habib and we all know that smoking is bad from so many different uh, points and the most important bad thing in smoking is the bad smell it's a, it gives a very bad smell it, a lot of people when they smell it for the first time they start coughing and sneezing because it's poisonous so uh, all that uh, from all these evidences and from the scientific evidence that we all know and uh, you all read in the pack of smoking uh, uh, a pack of cigarettes it says that smoking cause cancer, smoking cause uh, diseases. So, from all that, we have to uh, come to a fact that smoking is not allowed in Islam. Smoking is haram in Islam. So, Ramadan should be the time that you should really think very well and you should really decide from the beginning that you are going to refrain and stop smoking, not to actually smoke just after iftar. It's not allowed for a Muslim to harm other Muslims. It's not allowed for a Muslim to cause other Muslims to smell a bad smell. So how could you just smoke before you go to pray? As you all know the uh, hadith of Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu that if you eat onions or garlic, then keep away from uh, our prayer room. Uh, this, is, uh, uh, this is a hadith that shows that a bad smell should not be... Uh, uh, should not be there in the mosque. You, you should try as much as you as you are possible when you go to the mosque. As Allah said, "Khudu You have to be you have to be in your most beautiful state 
the best smell that you have should be the one that is presented in the mosque when you are with your fellow Muslims in, in congregation prayer. Because if they smell a bad smell, they will not have khushur, they will not be concentrating. And you will be the one to blame in the hereafter. So I advise you all to refrain from smoking and know that smoking definitely on an empty stomach is a very harmful thing because in an empty stomach all the harmful uh, constituents of the, uh, of the smoke will be absorbed so quickly from the lung and will be also absorbed so quickly from the stomach. And again that can cause uh, gastric ulcer disease. Now another advice is to decrease the amount of coffee and tea, uh, especially uh, during the fasting month. And especially once you break your fast. It's, it's a very harmful thing to just straight away pick a cup of tea or a cup of coffee just after you broke your fast because your stomach is empty and there is a lot of caffeine, especially in coffee. And if that is absorbed very quickly, it will cause a, a lot of problems because caffeine is known to increase the heart uh, rate, to increase the output of the heart, and that will increase blood pressure. It will it will cause uh, a, a bit of palpitations. So uh, I advise you, especially if you have heart disease, to not to drink uh, a lot of coffee and tea. And if you want to drink, just after you eat the good meal of the putuk. So inshallah we will stop today on these advices and we will continue tomorrow. Uh, see you tomorrow in our new episode. Thank you very much for watching.